Yo, yo. My shot town homeboy. What up, man? <laughs> hey, what's going on, Playboy? Cracking, man. <laughs> hey, listen, Rick Party and Benji Brown. Man, uh, listen, we glad to be talking to you because the world is buzzing about this movie, man. Yeah. It took you like 10 years to get this out, huh? Yeah, man. It took a while, man. And if everybody could see now, they, they see why. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like I said, to make a movie alone is, is very difficult, you know, and to make something like this because, you know, nobody's ever going to be, you know, you can't please everybody. But the thing is, you you have to understand that it's not just for the Tupac evangelist or the Tupacologist. It right. is for a whole new nation who has no clue or any idea who Tupac was. So yeah. the film, you know, had to cover a lot of different things. So when people say, well, this wasn't there, this wasn't there, listen, everything is not going to be in the movie. It can't be, it's you know. Impossible. So when people say, yeah, it's impossible. So even like somebody say, well, he wasn't in the hospital uh, bed. Well, he was unconscious. So you want me to spend 10 minutes on him being unconscious in the film? Like, <sighs> come on now, really, people? You know what I'm saying? They throw out, well, this wasn't in there. And it's like, what are you talking about? It was a time when Tupac saw rock rolling down the street. It's like, right, that's right. not going to be in the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> LT, tell us, so, what 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 made you want to do this Tupac movie to begin with? In general, man, like, uh, everybody talks. Nobody does. And, you know, uh, in the industry, you know, there's people who do and people who talk about the ones that do. Mm -hmm. So uh, with me wanting to take on the challenge of these type of films and just other films in general of our stories. You know what I mean? Uh, I just wanted to make sure that somebody from the culture and from the world was there, you know, involved in telling our stories, right. you know, and uh, it was for me, it was just a, a passion project that I'm passionate about culture. And I, I'm not the one who just talks about it. I'm actually the one who actually says, okay, there's kids in Chicago, there's kids everywhere that don't believe that they can do what I do. Right. So instead of me begging for a seat at the table, I decided to go create my own table and then bring people into that world and say, okay, let's have dinner here. And that's a whole new breed and a whole new Hollywood that, you know, you even get backlash from Hollywood because they don't want to see that. They've been in the game for all of these years. And who have they really put in positions to help somebody else or to embedder somebody else. I know for a fact with this film alone, I changed the entire culture of what I put into the game. You know what I'm saying? First actors, directors, uh, different writers, uh, different scenarios. Like I really was about what I said. So um, I really just did it, man, because like I said, in film, I've always loved film. Coming from Chicago, we don't sit around and just wait on somebody to give us something. We go do it. So, you know, right. we used to you know, going through the fire, you know, and then yep. half my other life spent in Los Angeles. I just seen Hollywood in a in a different way. And it's like, listen, all of these cats keep on begging. You got all this money and you supposed to have like we don't have any black distributors. OK, that's sad for me. They mm -hmm. put up a report today that said 96 percent of Hollywood executives are white. Right. It's not, I'm not making the black and white thing. I'm just saying that's a that's a shame. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, Tell them so, the truth. We, so, so. So me as what I'm doing, you know what I mean? I was I vowed to change that and this project being one of the things that was on my slate 
uh, is how I uh, came about to doing that project. But I had a much bigger goal. Not had. I have a much bigger goal, and that is I don't care who it upsets. We're going to. We here now. You know what I'm saying? We kicking the doors, and that's why some people make a statement like, "Do y'all know who LT put in this movie? Do you know who he had behind the cameras?" And I told all of, all my youngsters in Chicago, "Let this be an example. We taking all the excuses out. We can do anything we want to do." You know what I mean? Yeah. I came to Los Angeles, California with less than $5 in my pocket. Mm. I succeeded in, in, in the music business, and now I'm doing film and television. You made it happen. That wasn't in the books. That wasn't in the books for me. So right. when everybody try to steal the steam and, and when they try to take the shine from this, they, they, they try to take the shine from what happened. Right. And that was a young black kid from Chicago and came and defied odds Man. in Hollywood and put up some of the biggest numbers you've seen on the independent on the independent, I truly independently did this. Independent money, independent financing, all of that. Look, hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? LT, I, I know what you listen, being from Chicago, I, I, I know exactly what you what you're talking about because a lot. Listen, I don't know why it is, but in our communities, there are a lot of haters, man. People won't don't believe that you're going to make it. And there's so many of them around us. It just makes yeah. us push forward so hard, man. You tell us we can't do uh-huh. something and we going for it, man. You you spoke about having a seat at the table. Spike Lee also talked about be, us being gatekeepers. And the gatekeepers are the ones that let the right people in that need to be seen and or heard. And I know that's very important to you because you also included Cole Black in this. Yeah, because I had multiple offers from different people. And, you know, for me, like I said, if if I were to sit here and say all what I say and, you know, not let Cole Black in. And let's be clear. I went to multiple black people for financing and I did not get it. Right. You know, uh, Jim Jim Robinson and David Robinson financed this thing 100 percent. They believed in me. And, you know, when people say, well, Who's benefiting? The people that pay for it, you know what I'm saying? And everybody else. I was able to give, you know, tons of money to, to the real people who's supposed to right. benefit, you know what I mean, which is Miss Shakur. She she got her money, you know what I'm saying? Like That's this good. wasn't a scenario where, you know, it's it's just people just don't you know, my, my biggest pet peeve is people don't do the research. They listen to anything they hear and instead of celebrating this as a victory, you got those few, but like I said, you talking about 5%, 10%, maybe, but everybody else that sees the film with open eyes, you know, they love it. They understand the accomplishment. And, you know, like my phone is ringing right now. It's the president of Paramount. You know wow. what I'm saying? So they know they know we won. And right. my next picture will have more people, you know, and I'm not just saying, you know, it's a, 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 a black or white thing, but they have 76 movies coming this summer. We had one. Yeah. Man, listen, speaking of research, you did some research on the Internet trying to find the next Pac. Tell us how you found Demetrius Ship Jr. He kind of fell in your lap, so to speak, you said. <laughs> yeah, he did. 100%. Pause. And I always said, I said pause right there. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it, was, it was ironic, man. His dad worked uh, with us at Death Row, and uh, he had been, you know, trying to get me to watch the YouTube that he sent. But, you know, I was overwhelmed, you know, with thousands and thousands of videos so i hadn't really clicked on it and he called me and said i, I got something i need you to see and uh lo and behold my assistant walked in was like you know tupac is in the lobby so you know of course i told her get the hell out of here you playing too much you know i'm busy and uh i walked out and sure enough demetrius ship was standing in the um lobby looking i mean identical 
to Tupac. Now, let's be clear. He is not Tupac, but he is very close. Absolutely. <laughs> now, LT, what, what's your thoughts about Jada Pinkett, you know, Smith, talking about the inaccuracies of the character played by her? At the end of the day, man, I was just, just I was really disappointed because, like I said, um, the scene that uh, that she was talking about had came out on the MTV Movie Awards months before she made a statement on the day of the release. She played she played Ali's first wife in the movie Ali. How accurate was that? You know what I'm saying with her husband, Kalila. You know yeah, I mean? yep. so mm-hmm. yeah. So you gotta understand. You know, in film, you do take license and liberties. But there's no license and liberties in this film that didn't derive from uh, a moment of truth. So that one part was something that, you know, Tupac often said that he wished that he could have said goodbye to Jada. One of the hardest things for him in life was, you know, he regretted not being able to uh, say bye to Jada. That's what, what, what was always bothering him about Baltimore. Like he loved Baltimore so much and her being one of the friends that he had in Baltimore, he hated that he didn't get to say goodbye to her. So in that particular scene, uh, we gave Tupac a moment to say goodbye to her. So you say, how does Tupac feel about Jada? He wrote a poem on exactly how he felt about her. So we gave him a moment to be able to express to the world so they can take all of the nonsense out of their relationship. Let's let Tupac speak to Jada and tell how he feels about her. And the poem does that very well it's a beautiful scene and yeah. that's why everybody like how could you have a problem with me creating a beautiful scene where tupac gets to express to the world how he feels about you absolutely we knew tupac was an intellectual but what you did you you humanized tupac and that's that's what show business is all about i mean the the, the main facts of tupac were there and that's all that matter all eyes on me y'all all it's there. a great movie yes, y'all need to go out there and see it my man lt hutton so what's next for you man Oh man, I got a lot. I got a lot, lot, lot lined up. Um, I'm, I'm gonna make the announcement probably about two weeks of which actually film that is gonna come directly next. But I actually, you know, and I do have a comedy too that you know I'm leaning towards because I just need a break. The <laughs> 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 drama. I need. Yeah, I need. I need one break. But then, I, then the, the other big drama that everybody's been waiting on that's been talking about. That's definitely coming, and I'm I'm working on that as well right now. So I got a lot of things happening, man. So man, man we, gonna, we you know we not we not stopping. Lt Hutton, y'all. Yes, sir. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Lt, thanks a lot, brother. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, guys, man. Always love, man. Good to hear from you. Likewise, yes, sir. man.